Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Hey, welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, a special edition today, episode 55 of this new show here on KSL News Radio. We're broadcasting live from the Marmalade branch of the uh, Salt Lake City Library System. I'm joined here at the library by a good friend of mine, Scott Howell, former Senate Minority Leader here in the Utah State Senate, as well as uh, uh, an all around guy who uh, is in the loop. Uh, you, you, you know, folks. You yeah, yeah. Uh, are well informed, uh, and you, for a long time, especially uh, during the course of these Democratic debates as they compete for the primary nomination, uh, you've been uh, just very generous with your time and your knowledge and your experience. So I'm, I'm grateful to you for well, that. Well, uh, thank you for having me and talk about a, p- a person in the know. I wish you all this was television so you could see Lee is welcoming the voters here, showing them where to go, all but filling out their ballot. Did he help you, sir? Yeah, there you go. Outstanding. Uh, 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 Lee is a one-man operation of getting votes here. It's, like, unbelievable. Well, the interesting thing is the, the way we're set up here at the library is as soon as you come in the main entrance, we are the first thing you run into, and uh, and it's upstairs. There is a sign. It's, it's well, you know, folks are well-informed, but uh, it, it would be natural to come up to the big desk here, and we are that desk at the well, moment. Well, you so. do have on a headset and everything else. Very it's like official. you're a pilot over there you know, I, directing I even, him. I even over here have a clipboard. Oh, my gosh, he's got- a clipboard makes me uh, extra special well, and official. Uh, I can tell the audience out there that Lee Lonsbury is getting everyone to vote. And, <laughs> and he shows them exactly what to do. It was great. It was great. Uh, well, listen, you, you are here to talk to us about a number of things. And you're going to wear a, a unique hat as compared to some of the other conversations that uh, you and I have had uh, in our overall analysis of this Democrat contest. Uh, you are uh, what they call a, a surrogate yes. uh, for the Joe Biden campaign. Yes. A surrogate meaning you are someone who on behalf of the candidate uh, will go out and preach the message. Yeah. Uh, and you, well, as a, as a surrogate for the former vice president, uh, you've had an okay day. We've had, a pr- uh, we've had a really good day. And what we're all doing right now is sitting on pins and needles looking at, at Virginia, Texas, and California. And that's really where the action is going to be. I think we have 33 or 35 delegates. I can't remember here. Is it 35? Uh, f- here in Utah, five. Yeah. Five. And so when you look at this and what's going on at this point in time, you got to be focused on Texas and California uh, for uh, and Virginia. And those are the kind of the three model states that we want want to concentrate on now. But when you look at uh, who's gone over, um, Amy, uh, Pete, Mayor Pete, it's a big, big deal for uh, Vice President Biden. And I think it shows well the unity of Democrats coming together, trying to get that right person. You know, when I was walking out, a guy grabbed me and he said, look, um, I'm a Republican, but I, I just voted for Biden and I can live with him. 
And he said, I just could not get myself to vote for, for President Trump, even though I like some of his policies. And, and I think that's what it's going to come down to on, on Bernie. Um, there will be – to win the presidential debate, you have to have Democrats and Republicans voting for you, whoever you are. That, that moderate middle needs to come over and, and help. And it was interesting talking – he's an accountant, and uh, he just said, at the end of the day, I thought that I could live with Biden. <laughs> That's what yeah, he yeah. said. I could live with Biden. Yeah. So I, I think that this is going to be a really interesting night. And as we look forward um, – Hold on to your hat to see about a brokered convention. I mean, my goodness. I am I'm young enough. I have never uh, lived through one in real time. Uh, the closest I've gotten is an episode of the West Wing uh, brokered convention. So I'm pretty much an expert, of yeah, course. That, that's right. Yeah, you read the Internet and you watch West Wing. You're good. Exactly right. Yeah. I'm up to speed. I might as well have lived it myself. I probably had a better vantage point uh, <laughs> looking back from the Internet. I, I wonder I, – I'm, I'm so torn between what I think is right for right. The, the country – and what would make uh, for good fodder here on this talk right. show, a brokered convention would be great oh, talk radio fodder. Oh, my goodness. But is it, a, is, it a good, is it good for us, is it good for your party uh, if things devolve to that level? And I, is devolve even the right word? Uh, well, it might just happen because of the, the natural uh, process of what's going to happen. It, it's never a good thing, in my opinion. Uh, the consequences of it are unbelievable, and the divisiveness that goes on, it could be a... It could just be chaotic, and we've kind of seen that in some of the debates with the Democrats sure. on stage. And it would be lively, I guarantee you that. Your ratings would go triple. I guarantee you that uh, everybody would be listening to every word at that convention. Yeah. And you, you'll probably be back there. That's I'm sure the you will be. That's the plan. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> for you, you're probably going, yeah. <laughs> and I feel terrible because it is. You know, I am such a lover of our uh, of the, the way our democracy right, functions, right. and I do understand that a brokered convention. If we move on to the second uh, oh, round yeah. of ballots, that is one degree of that's one added degree of separation between the result, uh, the, the nominee, and the voter, and that uh, that breaks my heart. We ought to do what I think is possible to uh, to make sure that the decision is made most directly by the the voter. And you know what? That's the way it's uh, it should be, no matter what. Uh, when people go out and collect signatures, you know, I've had some pushback on oh, here that. We go. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think I touched a needle there. All of a sudden, Lee's two feet out of his seat, like over there. But when when you look at that and you look at the reality of what happens, at the end of the day, you want voters to be able to participate. Sure. You want to hear from. Uh, this gentleman and everybody else is here. And, and I'm impressed with the number of people that are coming in. Lee. It's been pretty it's very impressive. A con- constant stream in and out. Yeah, I, I think it, uh, it shows well. And I can't thank our legislature enough for uh, appropriating the monies, monies and then having Super Tuesday because this does put us on the map, and we count now. We really count. Absolutely. But, you, you know, the, uh, Lee, I, I was going to ask you, when, when you look at your uh, analysis and, and you look at Texas and California, what are, what are the pundits saying to you? What's your kind of your, your associates and everybody are saying? Does, does Biden have a chance? Is it Bernie all the way? Or what, what are you hearing? It, it, right now, the, the, the vibe is that uh, Biden, an establishment guy, uh, is being selected by the establishment to, to, to carry this nomination. Yeah. That's the impression that I'm getting. 
Right. Uh, is that right? I don't know. I know that the establishment is kind of a bad word on all right. sides uh, right. of the of the discussion right now. Uh, but he seems to be the guy right now. There are uh, you know there are polls that are now a, a little bit dated. Uh, there have been a number of developments, right. uh, and I think uh, Sanders remains at the top of those polls right now. But uh, but the trajectory and momentum is certainly behind uh, Biden as I uh, uh, view it. And can I ask you? Uh, we just have two sure. minutes sure, sure, left. Sure. I want to ask you a question. It's it's a delicate question, and uh, I, I don't apologize for making it but i but i it's an important thing uh as matters of health have come up uh both that they've faced uh, president trump uh they came up in the debate uh, in nevada there was reference made to the stents implanted uh in uh, former mayor mike bloomberg uh there was talk about the the recent heart uh, cardiac uh, event mm-hmm. uh which the uh, which senator sanders experienced there of late has been some attention paid to uh, the the mental faculties of Joe Biden. Yes. He's an older man. Yes. Uh, he occasionally uh, has difficulty with his speech. Yes. Uh, he said the other day that he was running for the, the Senate. Uh, listen, I'm a, I'm a guy who speaks yeah. for a living. I understand yeah. that you can stumble through things. Right. Uh, and, and so let me just ask you. Sure. Uh, does Joe Biden have the mental faculty to become president of the United States? And that's a great question, and I'm really glad that you ask it because, you know what, in uh, radio or, you know, in this type of dialogue, you should be not, no one should be afraid to ask the hard questions. So my experience with Joe Biden is from 30 years ago, and then we've maintained a relationship for the last 30. I did not know until this year that he was a stutter. And the Atlantic uh, magazine came out with that article. Fascinating article, article, fascinating interview. I was blown away. Reference being made to his near debilitating stutter, which he had early in life. And after working with different coaching methods and individuals, he's developed certain tactics and tools that he's able to employ uh, to to overcome that stutter. We get glimpses of it from time to time uh, when anxiety is high and pressure is high. And he's got it coming at him from all angles. Uh, but for the most part, uh, it, is a, it is a hidden impairment. So that's one thing that I think the, the audience needs to know. The second thing is every one of these candidates right now are sleep-deprived, every single one of them. On the stage the other night after uh, he was up there and he was talking about the new senator, uh, he actually said, and the next president of the United oh, and then he stopped and said the next senator sure. from South Carolina. And so I, I'm, I'm going to give him a pass. When I met with him, and we met for almost two hours, uh, very privately, there was none of that. And he was on his game. I think right now, and people have said to me, Scott, does he have dementia? My father had dementia. Mm-hmm. He does not exhibit any of that. He is sharp as a tack. He asked me about Oren when we were out here. He asked me uh, all about, uh, I mean, he's knowing all these uh, these people. And, and it just said to me at that point, so I think right now it's sleep deprivation. I, I think that, uh, and one thing I love about him, Lee, sure. he's, he's human. He makes mistakes. Yep. I love that, that he can come back and, and say, you know what, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, Scott Howell, I'm grateful to you oh, yeah. for joining me here at Marble you. Branch of the Library. Yeah. here, polling location uh, just upstairs. <laughs> if you need help, I'll direct you. Yeah. Lee's got a little flag here that says up here, go right up these stairs and vote. Next he's doing up. a great job. Thank you, sir. Next up. Up here on Live Mike, we'll be speaking with a representative from the Mike Bloomberg campaign. The Utah State Director Lauren Littlefield will be our guest to talk about uh, the former mayor of New York City, his objectives. And uh, we're going to make reference, of course, to the conversation he had with Boyd Matheson just this morning, uh, where it seems like one of the goals of Mike Bloomberg would be a brokered convention. That's coming up next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.